Hello and welcome to the Bungla Cricket Podcast. Roshan here and I am recording this episode from the Cloud County Ground in Chelmsford, Essex, where Ireland are about to take Bangladesh on in a three-match one-day series. For Ireland, at stake is a place at this year's Cricket World Cup. Bangladesh have already qualified, but it's an opportunity for them to play cricket in different conditions. Plus, with Chelmsford being about half an hour away from big Bangladeshi communities in the east of London, these will fall pretty much like home matches. So let's see how the games go, and we'll bring you chats and conversations with whoever I can bump into in the next couple of days. Uh, so I'm taking a walk around the ground and I've bumped into someone very special, someone who I know very well, uh, the president of the Bangladesh Cricket Supporters Association UK, Abdus Salam, and the man who rang the bell to start the game uh, on Tuesday. Um, how's, how's, how's it been watching Bangladesh play in the UK? And almost unexpectedly. Actually, to be honest, I'm very happy to see Bang- our own Bangladeshi team is playing here because it's a long time after 2019 World Cup. So because we, go, we don't much see they're playing in here because they're playing most is in Bangladesh. And as a fan, we can't go all the time to see our team to when they're playing in Bangladesh or a different, different world, different country. But I'm very happy to see there, you know, they're playing. So let's see what's going on. <laughs> And for you, a great honour um, ringing that bell to start the game on Tuesday. How was that as an experience? Oh, that is uh, one of the biggest achievements for me in the lifetime. You know, I don't know, I can't believe it, how it's happened, to be honest. And uh, I very honour myself. Whoever is uh, recommended me as an uh, unsung hero to ring the bell, I am really, really very um, happy to, thanks to them. I, I should say, you do do a lot in the community. I know you because we met through the BCSA UK but you do so much at uh, grassroots level, you do so much for the UK game, for Bangladeshers in the UK, so actually really a proud moment to watch you ringing that bell, so I, I, hope, I hope it was a, a memorable moment for you, and, and you felt like after all the, all the work you've put into the ground, you were getting some appreciation from those who nominated you because your work in the community is so important, so genuinely I hope you felt that appreciation. I'm really, really very happy because I'm working in the cricket in UK when I came in 1987. Since I'm working with the cricket and I play myself also, but I'm not played to up to the top level club, but I play local cricket clubs and this and that. But i working for my community, especially I am, a, I was a, one of the key organizers, you know, Molibaja MCC, like a, a CPM, Cricket Player Association of Molibaja. So I was a first president, elected president, and uh, we are running eight years. And we do the franchise cricket tournament. We do lots of activities in all over the UK. We play Birmingham, we play Cardiff, we play Portsmouth, we play uh, in U- London. So it's a big organization. We have 150 members, and we also do it more more our young generation to involve with this sort of thing. And this is making encourage me because I see... Uh, if you think about after 2010, you see the our our Bengali community, Asian community, especially Bengali, more than two and a half thousand cricketers in around. So it is is make me proud. I am still in touch and I am still in involved with that. So I'm back in the press box and Bangladesh have just completed a three wicket win against Ireland in the second one day international and I've uh, managed to catch up with um, someone who I've spoken to many times on this podcast but we've met for the first time this week, Tawhid Qureshi from the Sight Screen Cricket Journal. Tawhid, um, the match has just literally finished, your immediate thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, firstly, I'm absolutely freezing. This has got to be one of the coldest games of cricket that's, uh, that I've watched. But yeah, brilliant game, really. Uh, what, over 650 runs in the match. Went down to the very last over. Uh, and lots of high drama in just in that last over. I mean, a no ball being called for, for being over waist high. Uh, otherwise, Mushy would have been out, caught in the deep. And then, yeah, I don't know how you would describe that that shot to finish the game by Mushy, kind of a reverse, a reverse hoik uh, that, that that went for a boundary. But you know that that only scratches the surface. I mean, two centuries in the game, great 140 uh, by Tector in the first innings to to kind of really propel uh, Ireland to to a, to a really imposing first innings total, 329, and then. In reply, it's really the partnership between uh, Shantu and uh, Toyid Ridoy uh, that really kind of turned the game for Bangladesh. Fourth innings partnership of over 100, uh, which which really put them in the box seat. Very cold conditions. I, I, the um, Bangladesh team spent most of their, uh, when they were fielding, having someone run out of jumpers pretty much every other over. So certainly did well to play in the cold, back with jumpers on, um, and quite quite promising. I mean, they didn't make it necessarily easy for themselves. It was a close game. Obviously, Ireland were very competitive, but for me, quite um, reassuring to see some of the newer faces do well. Shanto with his first century. Um, Pauhidero being a brilliant support act. So probably quite um, quite promising for Bangladesh in the World Cup year to see some of the, uh, the, the, the kind of up-and-coming players taking the lead. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... You know, someone like uh, Najmul Hussain Shantu, I'd say, has has kind of got himself to that next level of of uh, of performance, where you know he's 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 actually been really consistent. Certainly in o ODI cricket, I think he loves batting against Ireland in ODIs. He's he scored heavily against them. Uh, if you look back at that series in Bangladesh, which took place a couple of uh, a few months ago, and now just in this series, got, scored 44 the other, the other night on uh, or the other day on Tuesday, and followed that up with a really good century. And you know, it hasn't come in totally easy conditions. Uh, a real kind of challenge against uh, Josh Little, uh, first up in his innings. Uh, similarly, you know, faced Josh Josh Little only in his innings on Tuesday as well, and he kind of you know overcame that battle and. And really, that partnership with Toad Ridoy, they complemented each other so well. You know, really good understanding uh, in terms of running between the wickets. Um, and, yeah, you know, really kind of progressed to his 100. And, yeah, what fantastic celebrations when he got to his 100. Looked like he'd kind of got some sort of, I don't know, calf strain or thigh strain as he was approaching three figures. But, no, fantastic innings from him. And, yeah, also a fantastic knock from Toad Ridoy. Uh, possibly could say that there was a hundred there for the taking, um, but yeah, what a you know, just like you say, fantastic from from someone so young to show such uh, positivity. Great stuff, Howard. Well, uh, we need to go get warmed up and go watch the uh, post-match presentation. So uh, let's go watch that. So we're just in the press area waiting for Bangladesh to send a player for the post-match press conferences. I'm sure who they'll send, but we're expecting most likely Nazim Hussain Shande, man of the match, but could be anyone. Nazmul, congratulations on your maiden century, hopefully the first of many to come for Bangladesh. Um, can you tell me what was going through your mind when you were in the 90s? Because I felt like Ireland made you wait for those final runs to, to get over the century mark. 
No, I'm I'm not thinking about um, getting hundred. I'm just uh, watch and react. So I just play measure of the of the ball. I know if I bat properly, I can get hundred. And how did it feel when you reached a hundred? Mm, very happy, first of all, because this is my first one-day international hundred. And the way I wanted to bat, I, I batted properly. That's what I feel. Uh, but but still, if I finish the game, it will be more happy for me. So back at Essex County Cricket Club for the final one-day international, there's a real sense of occasion here today. Uh, it's a sellout crowd, lots of families, the sun's out. This feels like proper, proper cricket, and it feels like a really good one. I am currently walking around the perimeter of the ground because I'm trying to find someone. She's called Jasnara Hanom. She rang the bell to start the game today, and she's an inspiration. She is a Bangladeshi mother of three who coaches cricket, young Bangladeshi girls, um, at grassroots level in East London and this morning she had the great honour of ringing the bell to start the match and um, I just want to really want to try and catch up with her. So taking a walk around the ground I managed to bump into Jasnara Khanum who had the great honour this morning of ringing the bell to start the game. How was that as an honour? Oh, it was amazing. Um, it was such an honour to uh, ring the bell. Uh, I didn't ever think I'd have the privilege to do it, but I'm so happy. Um, thanks to Ecota Academy for nominating me. And um, yeah, proud to represent Bangladeshi women in uh, ringing the bell. Do you know, what? it is, it is a, a topic which, you know, I run the Bangla Cricket Podcast and it's an area which I can have looked to ways to cover. And it's, a, it's an area which I think is growing. Obviously, the Bangladesh women's team are properly out there as an international team taking part in bilateral series. But to, to meet someone who is encouraging that at grassroots in England is firstly incredible. So you are an inspiration and I'm so pleased you know, that you had the opportunity to ring the bell. It's such a pleasure to meet you. Um, where do you, you kind of think cricket with, with young adults and girls, how is it going in terms of uh, grassroots level for Bangladeshi, British Bangladeshis in the UK at the moment? And, and what's the sort of progress and is there, there some room to grow, I guess? Well, I started off, if I begin with where I started off, um, I heard about Ekota Academy offering uh, girls only uh, cricket sessions wasn't something that I'd come across before. So that was amazing. I really caught my attention. Uh, I'm a mother of three daughters myself, so I really want to uh, encourage my own daughters to become more involved in sports. I never saw the role models, uh, Bangladeshi role models, or even South Asian role models in sport as, as I was growing up. So I thought, yeah, let's you know jump on this. Um, so I went along, took my daughters along, and um, I became a parent volunteer. Um, I enjoyed it so much. Um, and uh, then I was offered the opportunity to become a coach, which was... Um, I jumped on the opportunity and um, so since then I've been um, coaching every week with Ikota, doing the also running the All-Stars programme, Dynamos and the Chance to Shine as well, which we'll be doing. I feel like it is growing, but there's such a way to go still. Um, there's so many more opportunities to be had, I think. I think um, in my own experience, uh, I've been involved, also involved in a... Um, an initiative run by the ECB called Dream Big Desi Women um, Group, so a um, group of South Asian women volunteers who are trying to encourage other women to become involved and South Asian children to become involved in the sport. And um, I feel like it's such a supportive group, it's growing, um, and I think that these are the things that are very important, just to be um, out there, present, um, kids seeing us in the park, myself and my um, 
my other female coach who I work with as well, Shanaz, um, for children to see us, um, I think is uh, really important. And I, I encourage other women to get involved as well. I feel like there is a way to go, but we're on the right path. You're absolutely spot on. I think visibility is so important because sometimes these things can exist, but unless you see it in the mainstream, unless you see on social media, and, uh, you know, I think if you're, you know, a young South Asian, a young South Asian girl who maybe wants to get to cricket, but you kind of say, well, actually, I don't know, where do I start? Where do I go? And actually, visibility of, of people like yourself ringing the bell this morning at Essex, speaking about cricket, taking part in, you know, major schemes, I know, you know, you listed a couple of them, the ECB's ones and a couple of the other kind of government schemes that have existed for some time. I think visibility is so important. And so, if this hasn't been said already, let me say it clearly, you are an inspiration to a whole generation of young British Bangladeshis. And I honestly, I hope, like, I think just for the short time we've spoken together, I get the impression that you're someone who just gets their head down and does what they do. But I hope ringing the bell today, being at the game today, you've taken a moment to sort of reflect and go, actually, I'm starting something big. And, you know, it, it you know, I, you know, I feel kind of inspired in front of you, do you know what I mean? I've got young nieces who I, who I, subtly trying to encourage them to pick up cricket bats. I'm not going to lie, there are, there's a bit of hesitation because they're, they're, you know, their parents are Liverpool fans, they want to play football first, but I'm not, you know, pick up a bat. But your, the work you do, your presence, the, the visibility is genuinely inspiration. So thank you on behalf of, like, the Bangladeshi community, the cricket community, and also probably the future generations of cricket. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you very much. That's really um, encouraging, thank you. So I'm just walking around the perimeter again of the county ground. Such a great atmosphere. It's probably the best one we've seen of the week. Uh, I'm going to try and jump into one of the stands and see if I can speak to some fans. Uh, what's your name? Riyadh. Riyadh. Riyad, and you're wearing a quite recent Bangladesh jersey. I get the impression you're, you're a Bangladesh cricket fan. Now, as a young British Bangladeshi, how's this experience been of watching Bangladesh play uh, in the UK? Well, amazing, great atmosphere. Like everyone come together. It's like really nice seeing everyone together. Like me, I came with my dad. Um, you, you're here with your family today, yeah? My uncle. Yeah. That's what I say. You got your dad, your uncle. It's a proper, proper sort of family event. Now, I don't know about you, but like when Bangladesh started playing cricket and came to the UK, has cricket helped kind of bring family and friends together? Do you think? Yeah, 100% cricket. Even in school, like all us Bengali used to get together at the cricket time. We all watch it together. You know, this whole we brought our family together. We all watch it together. And have you had a chance to watch Bangladesh play live before? No, this is actually my first my first match. Um, and, and who have you enjoyed watching play? We've seen Shanto, he's scored, scored a lot of good runs. Boundaries. We're just being interrupted because Bangladesh has scored another boundary. I've missed it. Sorry, I made you turn the other way for that boundary. Apologies. I'm sure there'll be a few more, so apologies. Um, so, I mean, your first experience, is this something you want to do again? Is this going to make you get more into cricket, do you think? 100%. If they come again, 100% I'll be here. They come, just go and play England. Um, I want to come. Well, I think we can all hope that Bangladesh do get to tour England again. Thanks so much, Ria. Have a good rest of the day, yeah? See you later. So, I'm back in the press box and it's the final over of the game. Ireland need 10 to win. Hassan Mahmoud's bowling and just listen to the atmosphere around the stadium. It is pretty much entirely a Bangladesh home crowd here at the Cloud County Ground in Essex. And with every ball that comes in, that's just major, major chance around the stadium. And another wicket has fallen. I don't know if you can tell, but listen to the noise. What a dramatic final over this has been then. Two wickets taken. And we're down to the final ball. Hassan Mahmoud bowling. And uh, Ailey needs six to win from it. So this series could not have come down 
to a more tense finish. And the fans here are absolutely loving it. It's great to see such a excited and loud crowd. Here we go, final ball. As you can probably tell by the sound, Bangladesh have just won this third match in this one-day international series. They win the series 2-0. And listen to the appreciation from the crowd. So I'm back in the uh, media area with uh, a man who I followed on social media for some time. We've uh, sat in the press area for the first time together. He has over a quarter of a million followers across social media. Deb Chavi, welcome to the Bangladesh Cricket Podcast. Um, Bangladesh have just completed a 2-0 series victory. What's been your experience of this series and watching Bangladesh play in England? Playing in England, first of all, thank you very much. Playing in England has always been tough for the teams like subcontinent. And Bangladesh is no difference. Uh, it was actually a preparation towards the World Cup for Bangladesh. You bring in on some new ideas. Mushfiq is playing at number six. You are trying Mehdi um, Miraj for a finishing role at number seven. Mrittunja uh, Chaudhary, he's the newcomer all-rounder. There are so many things in between. Saki was not able to play the last match. Shanto had something to prove again. And at the top of the order, you are looking for something better in the middle from Tohid Ridoy. You wanted Mushfiq in a new role, so you have found a lot of things which are positive for Bangladesh cricket, especially 2023 World Cup is coming up. Bangladesh had the luxury to set up some plans and to execute properly and I against Ireland. That was the proper time to execute because Ireland is literally a bit uh, uh, weaker side than Bangladesh in international cricket. There is no doubt, no matter what is the condition is, but still you have to play well and in two games that finished two games bangladesh had to fought very hard against ireland but overall it was an overall uh, a professional performance for bangladesh and how does it compare you followed bangladesh all around the world and you've seen them play at home with you know the kind of home fans how did the fans in the uk compare to back home did it feel like it was less like chelmsford and more like chattogram Chelmsford is like Chattogram, Chelmsford is like silet Chelmsford is like dhaka everywhere ireland is playing as the host here and as if it is, they're the touring team. I'm not sure what is the capacity of this cloud country cricket ground, maybe 6,000 or 8,000. For four and a half, 90% of the supporters are from Bangladesh and they're supporting Bangladesh. They're coming from every part of United Kingdom. Someone is coming from Scotland, someone is coming from Wales, Liverpool, Manchester United, someone is coming from Birmingham. So, so it's, it's like a home series for the Bangladesh and I'm pretty sure these such fantastic spectators, they actually help Bangladesh to play a lot better. 100% well, look, thanks so much for your time. Thank, it, it's been brilliant having you here in the UK, sharing a, a press room with you and enjoy the rest of the trip in the UK. Right, we're post-match and I'm joined by Tamim Iqbal. Congratulations on the series win. You scored 69 today. It must have been good to be amongst the runs. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, a bit disappointed. Uh, I should have continued because uh, we, we were in a position like that. But uh, today's game was uh, a, a, is a very, very special game for me. I thought uh, uh, we have always uh, has seen this kind of situation on the other side where uh, we have uh, in a winning position and we somehow has lost. But uh, very rarely that uh, uh, we win in this situation, especially when we're bowling. So it was very pleasing to see. And I think, I think uh, the, the confidence that uh, the bowling team will get uh, from this 
uh, was is incredible, and I think um, um, uh, really, really happy for all the bowlers. Uh, whoever bowled today, I thought did the job perfectly. Wasn't easy defending in this ground to 70-74, but I thought we did it pretty well. We saw some experimentation. There was a bit of rotation in the squad, which I think is something that we don't often see with Bangladesh teams. So was that good to get some of the bench strength out there and get a win? without some key players. Yeah, definitely, you know, uh, because you never know in a big tournament uh, your key players might get injured and uh, if uh, the bench doesn't get games, it will be very unfair to ask them to come and perform the way uh, we expect, you know. So here and there we need to give them a few games. Um, uh, we had two debutants today and I thought, uh, uh, I thought they all did whatever they could have done and uh, and you know uh, so it's it was nice to check the bench strength and uh, we you're absolutely right that we don't do that very often but uh, we're changing at the moment it's a good luck and finally just for me um obviously playing in england with the kind of amount of bangladeshi support is that something you'd like to say the fans who've come out over the last three days uh, three games to, to support bangladesh yeah i think um, support has been always always special and I'm, I'm not too sure whether I'll be able to play in England again, international especially because we don't tour uh, with, especially with England team. So, and we don't have schedule for at least next three, four years as well. So probably this was my last game here. Really. Thank you. So the drama of the series is all over and we've just had a presser with Tamim. And as the ground finally empties and uh, everyone sort of goes home, I'm with uh, ESPN Creek Info's Andrew Miller, who I've had the pleasure of spending a week with in the uh, in the old press. I want to call it a marquee. It's very much a marquee. Um, what's been your experience of watching Bangladesh play? Because obviously, I, I imagine, Andrew, you, you watch a lot of cricket and me, most of it probably isn't in and out as Bangladesh as much as maybe I do. But from someone who sort of watched them play this week, what, what are your thoughts on them as a team and the progress they've made since the last time you saw them? Well, to be honest, I, I used to watch a lot of them, and then 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 Mohammed Izam came along to to be our, our god of, of Bangladesh cricket. So so you know we, he's got it all covered. So I, I don't need to dip, don't need to dabble quite so much. But I tell you what, I've really enjoyed watching this week. I think they've really come on as a side. I mean, obviously they've you know they, they've always had that that spine. I mean, I, I was watching Tamim on his you know his first first tours and you know smacking it around all over the place and back in the day but um, you know him and Shakib who obviously didn't play here and Mushfiq who still 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 got it and now really quite fit, quite a fine finisher these guys are such a such a strong spine probably the, as, as strong a spine as any international team has got in the whole world frankly I mean how many how many other teams can say they've got three players who've been regulars and still worth their place 15 years later um, so with those guys anchoring the the with with, with you know, and worthy of their place, and then you got Shantu coming through, who's a real gun. I mean, you know, he gave England a, a hurry up this uh, this winter, and now he's proving he can do it over here as well. And I'm really impressed with Hassan Mahmood as well. First time I've seen him live, and you know, he's he's he's, he's really impressive at the top and tail of innings. And the Fizz four wickets today. I love seeing him bowl. Um, so yeah, all all on balance, they're in a really good place, I think. It is actually quite nice to hear you refer to, um, I guess, some of that new generation because all of those players are players who we have seen come through and not necessarily, you know, hit the ground running with the side. You know, Shantho, the, the mockery on social media because of his number of ducks and, you know, seeing Shantho zero brackets one became quite a common theme for cricket. And it feels like him, Litton Das, Hassan Mahmood, even the Fizz making an appearance in the final game, who's been, you know, had, had faced a lot of criticism for his current form. Um, it feels like Bangladesh are sort of clicking in the right place. And I don't want to speak too soon, but it is a World Cup year. 
And many of us thought 2019 was the golden generation of Bangladesh, and many of those players are still here now. Could these guys be a surprise package? Being realistic, I know I'm going to be optimistic. Of course I am. But from a completely kind of objective point of view with the World Cup later this year, I mean, how much trouble could Bangladesh cause in India? I think Bangladesh can always cause trouble. I mean, they've been doing this for, for years. I mean, they caused England so much trouble. They had to completely remodel the way they play in 2015. You know, they, they, you know and this is this is part of the part of the thing, I think, is it has to be brought into the into the sort of thinking as well it's 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 all very well sort of looking at the end game can Bangladesh win the World Cup bloody blah, blah probably not but can they just be there and thereabouts you know get into the into the into the final stages you know aim for a semi-final you know just enjoy the journey frankly that's the most important thing I think it's just uh, the fact is you know I, I remember writing back in in 2015 when they got to that uh, quarter-final and you know playing against India they, they lost but you know, just the fact they were there and they were they they knocked England out and you know just 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 enjoy the moment and I think I think a lot of a lot of that is the, is probably the most important thing for Bangladesh just just you know live in the moment and if the moment goes south there'll be another one along soon enough but uh, but no they they I think they're in a good place and uh, you know just just on 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 Shantu and his run of ducks I got I got two words for you Surakumar Yadav I mean you know a guy who can get a hat trick of first ballers and then smack a what was it 50 ball 100 the other day I mean you know that guy's a gun as well and and you know sometimes if you if you you can get out for a duck, you you can't you can't actually claim you're out of form, can you? Because you haven't been in long enough to be out of form. So uh, you know he's he's in a good place. Well, look, they are um, taking away all the wires, putting away tables around us, which is a good sign as ever that we should get out of here. It's been an pl- absolute pleasure sharing the uh, press box with you, and uh, let's do it again soon. Fingers crossed. Happy days. Well, what a week! Just walking back to the car now, and reflecting on what has been an incredible week of watching Bangladesh playing in the UK, playing in England, uh, and UK best fans getting to see their team play. Uh, they beat Ireland two 0 There is a slight tinge of sadness about what Tamim said in his press conference. That you know it's probably his last time playing in England. It, it does make you feel a, a kind of a slight wave of sadness because it's true. Every time you watch Bangladesh play in the England you're never quite sure when you might see them next. And, you know, certainly we don't have a tour of England uh, planned or booked for the next few years. Um, and so it could be six, seven years. And there's a chance that many of the current generation, Tamim, Shakib, Mush, probably won't play international cricket in England again. And, and that, that does make me sad. But loads of positives to think about. Brilliant series. What a great week of cricket. And thank you very much for listening to the Bangla Cricket Podcast. I'll see you for the next episode very soon.